This podcast is brought to you by cbj.com slash beats. If you need a beat for your next album, mixtape, or demo project, check out cbj.com slash beats. That's S-L-E-E-P-E-J dot com slash beats. Warning, this podcast may offend some people unintentionally. So if you get offended easily, you are advised to turn off now. And if you're still here listening, thanks and enjoy the show. What's up, what the world? It's your boy CBJ. You tuning in to Sleep Talking. I appreciate each and every single one of you guys. Thank you for checking me out once again. I see things are moving again. I see my numbers is growing again. They kind of stalemated, I think, because Spotify had changed their rating systems. I'm no longer showing in the top 200. I think they they was shortened that list down to the top 100. So we got some work to do. So if you guys are enjoying what I'm doing, please. Make sure you tell your friends and family and everybody about the Sleep Talking Podcast if you guys want to see it grow and help me get back on those charts. But you got to like, comment, subscribe. All that good stuff helps me get there. With all that out of the way, guys, how is it? Guys, how is it going? Sorry, I do not mean to stutter or mess up like that. Um, I don't really do a whole lot of editing when I do these podcasts. I try to keep it as authentic as possible. I don't like to, you know, I mean, a lot of people go through, cut out the uhs and ums and all that stuff. And every time they mess up, I'm not that guy because I record these. Then I post them almost immediately after I'm done. So that's why I keep it so authentically real like that. But first of all, let's get into this R.I.P. Mac Miller. Um, If you guys didn't hear, he... Died of an overdose. Things are still coming in as far as for what may or may not have occurred for him. Uh, it sounds like someone did do a sweep of his house to make sure there was nothing in there. Because all they seemed to find was a little bit of a white powdery substance that would lead you to believe there was a little bit of cocaine. I have no idea. I know he... I heard that he was found by a friend of his. Uh, I don't know if they would have cleaned up just to kind of make it a little bit better for him. Everyone says that he was a partier and he would have had a lot more stuff there. I don't know. I don't really know. And I really don't care. I just think it's a shame that this young man, only 26 years old, uh, lost his battle to his addiction. Um, I I do want to say, I think it's bullshit that everyone keeps going at Ariana Grande saying it was her fault because of the breakup and that's what made him so depressed and and go down that road from my understanding he's been dealing with his drugs for a long time and that was partially why she broke up with him because she couldn't keep going down that road then I you know where I'm from there's a lot of drug abuse in my neighborhood a lot of people uh, in my neighborhood people I grew up with a lot of friends and family and things like that have dealt with uh, drug addiction and I'm not talking about like a little bit of weed or anything like that I'm talking about like that hard stuff that heroin that meth that you know whatever it is I know uh, an addiction is hard to deal with I won't make any excuses for anybody I will say that uh, each one of these people make those choices when they decide to do them I won't call it an illness because illnesses happen to people that don't plan it 
when cancer comes up and, and kicks your ass usually isn't I mean, yes, you get it from, you know, cigarettes and things like that, but some, you know, kids get cancer, old people get cancer, young people get cancer, it doesn't matter, cancer comes from wherever, um, all illnesses come from wherever, but I don't think addiction is is the same kind of an illness, it is a mental, maybe it's a mental illness, because it's a habit that you have to you know, it's a habit you develop, but it's something in your head that makes you say you need it. Not necessarily an illness where it's like a bacteria that gets a hold of you or starts messing with your health um, without you doing it. You know, addictions are different. It's a mental thing. It's a, you know, you're sad, so you eat or you're sad, so you drink. You're anxious, so you, you know, to take the edge off, you might, you know, take a hit of this or that. So I would say it's more of a mental illness that has it than a a sickness like whenever you get some sort of infection or some sort of sickness that just comes out of nowhere. I guess they're both sicknesses. They're just different kinds. One's more mental than the other. But nonetheless, uh, I feel bad for his family, you know, so sending prayers and everything, all the positive light and vibes to them. Hopefully they get through this hard time. I... It made me self-reflect on a few of my own uh, friends and family members. Like, I've lost a lot of uh, friends to their addictions. And, you know, I have some family members dealing with a similar battle now that they'll argue with me telling me that they're not, they're not, you know, addicted to nothing. They're not out here doing it. But I can see it on their face. I can see the sunken eyes. I can see the... The, the dark rings around their eyes, the scabs on their face, the scabs on their arms, and they're telling me that they're clean and they're not doing that, that they only smoke weed, which I know is bullshit. You can't lie to me. I've seen enough of the the traits of people that have been addicted to these, you know, to this meth and heroin and all that stuff that's out there. And uh, I, I actually went to bed last night feeling bad because I really wish I could help this person in particular that I'm thinking about by doing more but my words ain't going nowhere he's not listening he doesn't want that help and uh it's unfortunate whenever you want to help somebody and they don't want that help anyhow moving on um yeah moving on from that sorry to go so dark right off the bat but let's move on to some uh lighter news lighter things to talk about i want to talk about let's get into some sports real quick just to get that out of the way sorry guys if you guys don't like sports you're not going to like this segment but i want to say football season has officially started my fantasy league is underway i'm actually in a couple of different leagues um i want to say i'm in two leagues that i paid for one league is just for fun and one league uh i created in trying to create the other two leagues and we're not going to actually be picking up or dropping people. We're just going to kind of see how that, that league unfolds. But it's been fun. First week I won my first game against the one league that I care about the most because it's most people in it, most money available to win. Um, I had the blowout of the week, yet they still gave me a, a B-minus rating. Yahoo don't know what they're talking about. I, got, I, I picked a good squad. I think I'm going to do pretty good this year. So as long as I don't come in last, I guess I do better than I did last year. Last year, I got that shit bowl. But um, anyways, football's underway. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying it. If you're watching it, if you're not, I understand that too. Uh, Cowboys hurt my feelings by their loss that they had this week. 
Um, I do want to say that I did feel as though everybody that was sitting there watching should have seen like, you know, I, I don't know. I, from what I took and when, what my argument's been, I don't think all the weight was on Des Bryant for their losses last year. I think uh, Dak was underthrowing a few balls or overthrowing them to him, making it harder for him to do his job too. And yesterday or Sunday's uh, game was definitely an example to me that that's, you know, that was more apparent to me than ever. I watched at least four or five uh, balls that were underthrown, if not more, that I was like, there's literally nobody there for at least five to ten yards next to the the receiver that he threw to, and it was thrown way too low. Never was it close enough. Now, I will say maybe some of those receivers should have ran back after they realized that he didn't have the arm to throw it to them. But, you know, the loss is a loss. Hopefully they had make the adjustments and we see a better win this coming up week against the Giants. Um, I won't say anything about any other teams because, you know, that's the only team I really pay attention to. Moving on, guys. Did anybody catch... The Porter Garcia fight over the weekend. It was a pretty dope fight. It was really close. Uh, now, since the fight, I've been seeing Garcia thinks that he won. I mean, he he obviously thought he won that night. When I was watching it, I thought it was a very close, even split. Maybe Porter had one fight or one round on him. No more than two, personally. You know, so I was like, that's what I seen. Um, when they did the scorecards, I seen two judges had, it was an even split. The third judge said it was like, I think it was 116, 113, which was, uh, I guess that's a fair, like, you know, I, going off the judges scorecards, I kind of felt that was a fair assessment. Um, so I don't know if anything will change. I don't know if you can contest that or not, but I, I, I do believe that, uh, Porter won slightly by, you know, like I said, maybe one point. It was a very close fight. Uh, I just think that uh, Porter just got a couple of the middle rounds that made it so that Garcia wasn't just being – he wasn't being aggressive enough letting it go. Um, but, yeah, good fight. Uh, this weekend we got the, the big king of the ring type fight, the big ones that everyone talks about. Canelo versus Triple G. Now, my prediction to this fight, and this is going off of it, I think Canelo walks away with a win because he's the champion. He's the he's the favorite. And I always say this whenever you're talking about a champion that's a favorite like this. Unless you knock them down or knock them out, I don't see the judges giving you a fight. At least I felt that way since Floyd was the champion. You have to either knock them down or knock them out for them to at least give you the the idea that the other fighter won. And Triple G's good. I know he's got a, a knockout punch. I've seen him knock out bunches of people. I know he's got the highest knockout radi- uh, ratio than any other boxer in boxing right now. Um, but Canelo's just a young man. I don't see him getting knocked out. I, I do see a possibility of Triple G getting knocked out because he's older. He takes a lot of punishment. And when you're, you know, 
your chin can only handle so much. And I think Cano's just at a, in the prime of his life. He's just that young. I think he's like still 26, 27 years old. And Triple G's got 10 years on him. Um, if it goes to the scorecards, I see Canelo winning by uh, by decision. He's just got some slick moves. He, he knows how to work his angles. He's he's good at the finesse. The thing that people always see, like, well, you know, Triple G threw more punches or Triple G, you know, he might be busier throwing more punches, but punches got to count. You know, if they're not a clean, connected punch, they're not going to count. And Canelo's good at doing the fade. Canelo's good at doing blocks. All those punches that he throws won't count unless they're actually considered clean punches that connect. Same for, for Canelo. Canelo's very precise and very calculated. So he does connect a lot more punches, and he does a lot of power punches. And power punches, if you don't know, are punches to the stomach. So he's going to hit to the stomach a lot more often, which is a lot harder to so, I mean, unless you're actually blocking, it's a lot harder to block. And most people are always worried about getting knocked out, so they're always blocking their head more so than their stomach. So he gets a lot of those punches off, which after, you know, four, five, six rounds of just constantly hitting clean punches to the stomach, those points are adding up. The whole time, you know, 36 points, 36 points, 36 points, which are, you know, 14, 15 punches to the stomach, that's, that's how he wins. That's how... Floyd won and I mean the thing is Canelo's got a punch he can knock you out and he's knocked out a few people too a lot more people than uh, Floyd did but you're gonna see those problems happen in these fight in this fight I, I I predict if it goes to the card Canelo wins by decision probably not as big of a gap as they said last time that he had uh you know there, there was that one person that called it like 117 to 110 or something like that it won't be that big of a difference but it'll be like 117 115 somewhere you know 116 113 we're gonna see some those type of cards all three cards on the on that night maybe one one even two other splits um it's gonna be a close fight it's going to be a lot of, you know, punches going. I can't wait. I'm ready to see it. So, you know, shout out. I'm Team Canelo all day. Hopefully he wins and shows them that he's a better boxer than Triple G. Um, moving on, guys. Let's get into some TV. Anybody watch that Lil Rel show? The Lil Rel show, um, I really didn't. You know, I like Lil Rel. I like his comedy. I like him, his personality. liked him in a lot of the shows and movies that I've seen him in. This one, this first pilot didn't hit it for me. Hopefully the next episode does. Hopefully he gets another episode. I really want to see him do well. Power did their season finale this last week. And I just want to say, why wasn't it Tyreek? I'm not going to give it away. It just ended on one of those oh shit moments. Tommy's bossing up. I really don't know what's going on. I really don't appreciate that it wasn't Tyreek. Because Tyreek is getting on my nerves. But... I think next season we're going to see Tommy and Ghost go toe-to-toe or we're gonna, they're going to have to realize that they're really family or they really love each other you know, more than they have been showing it to each other lately. That's all I'm going to say about power. Shameless came back last week, which was hilarious. It's always good to see Shameless. Um, a lot of good TV. Issa Rae and Insecure. 
she was let that man suck on her nipple. That's funny. I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> a lot of good TV shows out right now. Just finished binge watching Ozark on uh, Netflix. I seen Iron Fist has season two out, so I gotta watch that. Uh, man. So TV shows. There's a lot of content out there right now, guys. Watch it if you like it. If you don't, I don't care. That's what I like to watch. Moving on. Let's see. What do we want to talk about? Let's give a shout out to John Legend for the EGOT. He's got an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Congrats to being the first black man with the EGOT. He's doing his thing out here, guys. <clears throat> uh, oh, I forgot to mention this when I was talking sports. Uh, Serena Williams was accused of cheating in the uh, in her most recent game. And she had to get the the ref in order to let him know, like, she doesn't cheat. She only need to cheat. I don't, I don't think that it was because she's a woman she got cheated. I think she actually got cheated more because she's Serena Williams, more so than the fact that she's a woman. I could be wrong, but nonetheless, she did get cheated. She, you know, they, they gave her point. They took away points and fined her for coaching, um, which I think is bullshit. So, uh, yeah, I can't believe they did that. I just think that was bullshit. I just wanted to kind of shed light on that, too. Uh, Things in the news with music, artists. Um, Let's go ahead and get into this Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj has been airing out Cardi B since Cardi B ran up on her at the Fashion Week. She ran, you know, if you guys didn't hear, Cardi B ran up on Nicki Minaj. She decided she wanted that smoke. So she wasn't she wasn't about to just sitting there talking. She was going to run up on her and give her them hands. Well, security kept them separated. Looks like Cardi B caught an elbow to the eye because she's got an egg on there. Um, she threw her shoe. She was going off. I think it's crazy. I hear there's, you know, I've heard some people say, like, this is crazy. You know, you guys are rich and, and, and all these white people are looking at, you know, black people for being crazy. And that's why they don't allow y'all to do certain things. And I'm not saying that's not that doesn't cross people's minds. I do want to say uh, this is something I've struggled with, you know, I, me being a musician, a rapper, a producer, you know, being in this entertainment world. I, you know, as a young man, I always thought like, yeah, ain't nobody testing me because I'm going to put them hands on them. I ain't, you know, I ain't no punk. I always thought it was a punk thing for anybody to not fight back when someone comes at them. But I've also realized as you, you know, as I've gotten older, that you're risking a lot of freedoms, a lot of money when you engage in stuff like that. You know, you could, you know, you're out here, you're making millions and millions of dollars per episode or per show, per album, per whatever. You're making money. You're out here not making a little bit of money. You're making big money. I'm not talking about McDonald's money where you come home with a two, three hundred dollar check. I'm talking thousands and millions of dollars. And all it takes is like one bad incident for you to end up in front of a judge judge make you pay all this money because a fight broke out that someone wound up getting shot and now you're you're losing all this money that you might not have had nothing to do with you just might have souped everybody up to get into that point um you know a lot of these musicians have lost their lives over you know talking shit on a record and uh as much as i love ratchetness you know i'm i'm all for a good fight in the street i'm all for a good uh, you know if you're really talking that crazy shit let's let's do it 
But at the same time, I'm also a businessman. And I think about it like that. Like, you know what? I'm not going to risk my business and my livelihood over a few words. Um, I was taught at a young age, if it's not true, why are you tripping? <laughs> uh, my mom always, you know, instilled that in me that, you know, someone can call you all the names you want, they want. But if it, if it's not true, why are you getting your feelings hurt? And I, you know, so ever since then, I've been a very nonchalant, you know, some people will run off at the mouth. They'll talk that shit. They can do what they want. And I guess that's why I don't trip off of when people say things to me. And, you know, if someone ran up on me, I'm going to defend myself and I, and I'll, I'll lose every dollar defending myself, but I won't, and I will not lose it just because someone want to keep running off calling me, you know, call me all the bitch ass niggas you want, call me all the bitches and hoes and talk about me all you want. I don't care. I'm not phased. You just talking. You ain't in my face threatening me or my life. Um, not that I'm welcoming that, that energy. I'm just saying I don't really care. And especially the more money I make and the more of a better life that I continue to make for myself, I'm not going to risk it all on somebody that's, you know, still coming up and it's not worth it. It's not worth it for me to end up in jail. It's not worth it for me to lose that money. It's not worth it for me to lose my endorsements. So for Nikki and Cardi, they have those endorsement deals. You know, you have big, um, what do you call them? You have big companies that want you to wear the finest clothes. They, they want to put you in all the commercials and all this and that. And when you start to degrade your brand by doing, you know, so-called ratchet things and running up on people and, and starting bringing negative attention to yourself in that way, um, brands get scared people don't want to put their money behind you because then it's you know they feel like it's money lost bad publicity people don't worry you know people don't like bad publicity so um i can see why some people get you know get all worked up about it i don't really care that they're fighting um i think it's stupid uh if we're talking bars you know if you guys want to trade versus disc records and things like that to each other i'm, I'm here for it um even if you actually guys were going to throw hands, I'm even there for it. Probably not at one of those situations. Maybe if someone was out at, uh, I don't know, getting some coffee or something like that, you seen them, you ran up on them and did your thing. That's another thing too, but not at, not at a sponsored function where you're, you know, you're supposed to be wearing all these fashion clothes and, and all this and that and around a bunch of white people. <laughs> not that, I mean, you know, my mind frame is it's never okay to put hands on nobody. Uh, doesn't man if, matter if it's man or woman, woman, woman on woman, man on woman, woman, man, 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 whatever. It's never okay to put your hands on no, anybody, even though we always say, like, man should never put his hand on a woman. I just think nobody should put their hands on anybody. So that's my, my take on it. And they really didn't fight. They, you know, they... It could have, you know, it could have been handled a lot more slick because, you know, Cardi could have walked up to her real calm and collective and then snuffed her. She didn't. She wanted to just make a, you know, a big fuss over no reason. Um, on a lighter note, Meek Mill, Drake, they made up. Beef is over. I feel like that's a good thing that they finally ended their beef. Um, moving on to the to the big beef of the week obviously Eminem still has not officially addressed MGK in a in a 
this as of right now on Wednesday the 12th, um, which is partially why I waited. Eminem was teasing this interview he was having with Sway. So I waited and I waited. I was thinking he's finally going to give us something. He's going to say something. And he teases for another episode of this Sway interview, which sucks because I really wanted to hear it. And I thought 9-11, September 11th, the 911 would have been a great marketing strategy for a disc record. But he didn't give it to us. He just, you know, again, teased us for this the second part of this interview. But it sounds like he's going to get give people the smoke on Joe Budden, MGK, explain why he did what he did. And I expect to hear these bars. You know, uh, Mr. Porter said Eminem's been working, so he hasn't had time to do a disc record. And from what it seems, he's been doing all these music videos, all these interviews and everything like that. But once he's done, I think he's going to put that time and work in and give that body exactly what it needs. This reminds me of, if anybody watched, watched How I Met Your Mother, there was a Slapsgiving episode where they put a timer on uh, Barney, letting him know, like, if you go to this website, there's a timer to a countdown two slaps giving which they had a slap bet where he had to get slapped five times he had already been slapped once so he had four more to go and uh, yeah th- there was a countdown to the next slap and it tortured Barney because he had to sit there and watch it I think that's what Eminem is doing to us right now he's torturing us by continuously releasing videos releasing comments things like that because we're just waiting and waiting for this this uh, body to come in but I do want to address a few things um, on Eminem's behalf that I just I find it crazy to me that I've heard uh, Joe Budden and I've heard Lord Jamar. They both have said Eminem doesn't say anything. And for me, I sit there and think like, you know, Eminem has talked about his marriage issues. He's talked about his mom, his dad misimproved problems with d12 anger with fame love of his kids like dealing with his uncle's death like he's talked about a lot of things in his music and i feel like every album shows different phases of his life and what he was going through so sometimes he's been better moods than others or angrier than others but i mean that's eminem like i think that's all content for you to say he doesn't have content i think it's crazy to me um Speaking about Joe Budden, Joe Budden has a show called State of the Culture, caught it. Uh, Remy Ma calls him mad pussy and calls him scared that Eminem would eat him alive. Um, I thought it was funny. Uh, Lord Jamar said that Eminem finally grew a pair of balls to address him. And he said, he he just said that... um, there's no lyrical content for him to really, you know, enjoy that Eminem's good, but you know, he's just not, he's just not there for him, which I can get. Some artists aren't there for you. You know, some people just don't resonate with you, but to say that he doesn't have content or to say that he doesn't know how to fluctuate his bars and, and, and flex on people lyrically, I think you're just trying to be a dick about everything. But, uh, yeah, so that's where everything is with the Eminem situation. If you guys didn't know, I'm watching that closely. Like I said, I am sitting here patiently waiting, well, unpatiently waiting for the disc to finally come through. Um, yeah. Anyways, with all that out of the way, 
Uh, I guess it's the music segment of the time. I do want to say I finally got a chance to check out the young boy uh, Fabo's mixtape. I think it's nine tracks, A Hustler's Hope. It's dope, man. Um, If you are into trap, gangster music, reality rap, I don't want to call it gangster music, but reality rap, you know, he's... He's spitting on here. He's telling some stories. If you're familiar with going through those hard times of hustling, you know, you know, trapping, doing your thing, you know, out here on them streets, living that life. A hustler's hope might be what you're looking for. He, you know, everybody was a dope track. Uh, I really dig the uh, chase the bag, the graveyard. Like those are some like dope. It's just a dope album. I'm telling you guys, check it out if you're into. If you miss that good old gangster rap that they used to have in the 90s. That's what I, you know, I like that slowed down Texas sound. I like them stories. I like that. It reminds me of uh, some some things, you know, things was just different back th- back in the day than they are now. It wasn't all online. You had to go through some real experiences. So I really like that type of music. So, uh, you know, if that's what you're into, I'm telling you guys, go ahead and check the young man out. Um... I was supposed to check out some more music. The homie DeBoer gave me some stuff to check out. I think it's jazz music. Um, I'm not as well versed in my jazz genre, but I'm going to check out some of these people she told me to check out. Um, As far as for new albums, I'm still listening to my uh, Kamikaze album. Um... Let me see here. Who else came out? I'm sorry, guys. I I normally have this stuff kind of queued up and ready to go. Um, Russ apparently dropped a new album. I haven't checked that out. But Russ's last album was pretty decent, so I I won't be uh, surprised if this one's pretty decent. Burner's album came out called Rico. Burner's a guy from... California, he does those cookie shirts and cookie uh, weed packs and whatever. He's got his own brand of of uh, weed that he's uh, he's big out here pushing right now. I'm, I I've heard him do a lot of songs with uh, what's my guy's name? Uh, Baby Bash, big fan of Baby Bash. So when I see Burner, I, I hear him on those tracks. I check him out. I think he's decent. A lot of people say he they uh, he reminds them of me. So me listening to him, I kind of just kind of I'm still getting used to it. But he has this new album called Rico. I heard this Bone Thugs track that he had. I really liked it. It's pretty dope. So I'm gonna check that out this week. Um, yeah, there's a lot of music out right now, guys, and I wish I could have given you more. To check out, but like I said, a hustler's hope is what I'm, I'm I'm jamming right now in that kamikaze. I'm gonna check out some of these new people. Um, that's my episode for this week, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, follow me on Twitter at sleepyj. That's uh, at s l e e p underscore e underscore j. Follow me on Instagram at sleepyj. That's all one word s l e e p e j. Um, 
Go to my website, check out some beats if you need some beats, guys. If you guys really want to show support and love for this podcast, I appreciate it. Everyone that has been doing it, continue to do it. Go to anchor.fm slash sleep talking. There's no G. Sleep talking podcast. Go ahead and click on your, you know, your donations that you want to do to support us. They've got three different tiers, the 99 cent, the 4.99, 9.99. That just helps me continue to keep giving you the content that I am giving you guys. I appreciate you guys, and until next time, I salute you guys, sending you nothing but peace, love, positivity, light, and prayers. Take it easy, guys.